Queer Business Success, the podcast for LGBTQIA business owners, aspiring entrepreneurs, coaches, caregivers, and the allies who love our community. We tell the stories of why our businesses were formed, who we serve, our challenges and successes, and we offer sound advice to our fellow queer entrepreneurs. Our hope is to inspire, enlighten, and highlight the services that our LGBTQIA businesses and allies offer. If we can do this, so can you. We believe that we need more LGBTQIA business owners, not only for our community, but for a better world. Here's our host, Anne-Marie Zanza. Hey, 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 Emery Zanzel here. Just a quick note before we get to our fabulous collaborator for this podcast launch. I am holding a five-day marketing challenge for our heart-centered entrepreneurs like me on Facebook. We will be starting on October 9th, 2023 at 10 a.m. Central Time. It's about how to market your business without selling your soul or using those bro marketing tactics. You can sign up at purposefulempowerment.net. That is purposefulempowerment.net. Hi, this is Amory Zanzel here. It is launch day on Queer Business Success, and I am super excited to have Callian Winter here. He uses he, him pronouns and an identifies as queer. Callian, welcome to the show. Hello, and thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited for this little mini podcast thing. And um, as you just said, I'm Callian Winter, and I work alongside my husband, and we do basically email automation and CRM work, um, mainly for nonprofits to help them kind of get on the same tier as for-profits. And then we also do some side jobs for small businesses. And we absolutely love that work too. So we do sales funnels, we do all sorts of different things like that. So, okay, for the uninitiated, what's a CRM? Mm -hmm. So a CRM is a customer relations management software, um, which is basically anytime you sign up for a freebie and then you get a series of emails after, that's what we're talking about. But we also do things like donor gratitude funnels for nonprofits, e-course onboarding sequences, all of that sort of stuff, even internal staff training and stuff like that too. So it's kind of limitless in what it can do. Awesome. So Kellyanne, what is your advice for somebody who is bringing their business or starting a business online? Yeah, so 100% to prioritize rest. Um, so I'm someone who has a chronic illness. Um, I can actually only work about 12, maybe on a good week, 15 hours a week. So I had to craft a business around those limitations. And in a world where entrepreneurship is all about hustle culture, it's like, oh yeah, you'll work like three jobs on the side and 80 hours a week at your business. And it's like this kind of unreasonable expectation for what our human bodies can really go through, even if we are healthy and we don't have a chronic illness. And I think that it's really important for any new entrepreneur to think, okay, here's my business plan and here's my health plan in association with that. And to really consider, you know, how do I need to rest? How do I need to restore? And that's not just taking a nap during the day. Like that's great if naps are for you and everything like that, but it's also how do you creatively restore, right? How do you rest your brain away from the cognitive, you know, overload that entrepreneurship is? Because us entrepreneurs, we dive into this and we are absorbing so much information and learning so much every single second of our day. And then we're also giving so much to others. So we need to constantly be replenishing that cup. And that can be as simple as taking a nap and resting, or it can be doing a creative hobby. It could be taking a walk, spending time outside. It could be um, snuggling with a loved one, whatever you want to do that like helps you restore 
what you have. Um, because I've seen far too many entrepreneurs, they jump into it and they're gung-ho about their ideas. And that's usually what inspires us to overwork. It definitely has inspired me to overwork right, yeah, as well. Right. Yeah, as our like passion, right? So that passion is lovely, but you need to make sure that you are intentionally keeping a cap on it as well. So that way that passion lasts for the long run because entrepreneurship is something that often takes three, five years to really get to the point where you're like, okay, yeah, now I have my business is really going. I have a steady stream of clients. You know, I'm doing exactly what I want, all of that sort of stuff. It takes time like to really get to that stable place. And you need to be able to maintain that passion and that energy for that time. And I think a lot of people drop out of entrepreneurship because they just don't have the energy to sustain it. And I think that a lot of that comes down to self-care practices, stepping away from this sort of capitalistic hustle culture that we're, you know, inundated with all the time um, and really thinking like, how can I center in myself? How can I center in my needs? And one of the extra bonuses of all of this is that we become very in tune with our intuition. And I think that is so important as an entrepreneur too, is to be able to kind of step into that, like, you know, just body-based intuition of like, am I going in the right direction? Does this feel right for me? Is this connection really fitting in my plan? Or am I just saying yes to every opportunity without really thinking like, what is actually going to work for me and my business? And sometimes that can run into issues too, where you end up in an opportunity where you're like, wait, I didn't, ha I was rushing. I didn't take the time to realize who I was connecting with and I don't align with their values. And now that comes back on me. And there's all these things that can happen if you're not really restful and intentional about the work that you're doing too. Perfect. I really love your advice. I have, and I'm going to say as somebody who has been in the entrepreneurial world for five plus years now, everything resonates with me. Yeah. Learning how to turn off my brain. So I'm not constantly thinking about my business. I've gotten really good because I see, I see clients that are in, in pretty much chaos and distress yeah. <laughs> because they're in the process of coming out and dismantling their lives. And of course my business clients as well, but I'm going to focus on them a little bit more. And, you know, I have had to learn to not think about them because I would worry mm -hmm. about them and stuff like that. So I had to learn to take appropriate boundaries and just sort of, I even, even have noticed it like, like, like before, like I would share with my wife a story, of course, never identifying the person or anything like mm -hmm. that, but I would share with her and, and I've noticed I don't even do that anymore <laughs> because, yeah, right? I, you know, I've learned to like have to like, you know, un you know, this is the thing is sometimes we do have to co compartmentalize in our brain mm -hmm. and, you know, also like not thinking about my business 24 seven because yeah. I can do that. And, and then what ends up happening is burnout. You get yeah. burned out, you know, yeah, you yeah. just, because we can't sustain that. And I really what, love what Callian said about, you know, this hustle culture. What if we created a new culture? And mm -hmm. I think Callian and I, Callian and I are really trying, we're really thinking about that in our own businesses and how to help other people do that yeah. because we don't have to work like crazy fools all the time yeah. to be successful and to have a sustainable life. And, yep. and, and learning how to do that is really super important. And I know you've learned how to do that because you've had to. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. And I think that's also why I ended up getting involved in automation is literally because like you set it up once and then it runs for you and it takes away like half of your workload, um, which is also why we're like helping nonprofits and stuff like that too, because like nonprofit founders and board members like burn out so quick um, because it's tough work and it's very labor intensive because they don't realize that there are all these tools that can help them go faster. And I think it's important for every entrepreneur to think like, what tools can I use to simplify? Um, and that can literally just be something that like you find, maybe it's a scheduling app, maybe it's, you know, whatever it is, any organizational automation, whatever sort of tool um, 
like ethical, of course, um, you know, that you can use to really like simplify your business. And I think that's so important because like I learned that lesson of burnout too. I was working in the anti-trafficking field um, as a survivor and uh, learned real quick that it was something that was way too taxing and I was way too underpaid (laughs) for the work that I was doing. (laughs) And I think that's really important too, is also with this restfulness, you also need to make sure that you are asking your worth or even ask a little bit beyond what you think you're worth, because you're probably worth way more than that anyways. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, right. And and I think that like, I think that's so important too. And it took me a, a while to kind of get out of that sort of poverty and I can't rest. I need to hustle mindset. And I think those go hand in hand. So learning as well to like actually value your time, which is a product of learning to rest um, will also help you have a better income too. And it honestly just spirals into like the best sort of business structure you can have where you can really take time off. Your health is good. You're making a good income and all of that. So I think rest is just kind of this like magical thing to to toss in. So instead of hustle culture, let's do like restful culture, right? <laughs> yes. So Callan, how people but how do people find you? Uh, my website's the best place. It's just wintermarketingstudio.com. Um, it's my last name and then just marketingstudio.com. You can find information there for both small business um, email funnels and stuff that we do. And if you're a nonprofit or you know someone who's on a board or a founder of a nonprofit, feel free to send them to our nonprofit page, which is also, you can find it on the main page. Um, we can help them save like 100K um, over three years and stuff like that with our automation system. So um, it would be lovely to connect. And no matter what, it was super lovely talking with everyone today and sharing this bit of advice. And I tell you, Callian is probably one of the my most favorite interviewees on uh-huh. this program. Shh, don't tell anybody else. And so <laughs> uh, sometimes you just connect with somebody when you meet with them. And so thank you so much for being on the show today. I really appreciate your help and your collaboration on this podcast. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to Queer Business Success, the podcast that highlights LGBTQIA plus businesses. New episodes are published regularly on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and other listening platforms. Wherever you're listening, take a moment to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Are you an entrepreneur who's also queer? Want to share some of your wisdom and experience with the rest of us? We'd love to have you on the show. Just click the link in the show notes to apply to be a guest. Until next time, queer friends and allies. Keep taking care of business.